and he is on the line. Uh, Gary Jack, good morning. Happy Easter to you and your family, and thanks for coming on. A little bit of a technical issue there, but uh, I know Dino spoke to you in the week about coming on. We appreciate on a on a Easter Sunday, but yeah. probably not a great topic for you, and it's about the Tigers. Where are they at, Gary? G'day, Ray. Happy Easter to you and, and, and Bulldog. Hey, Jimmy. Yeah, g'day, bud. How are you, mate? Good oh, thanks for getting here on, on Easter Sunday. Like, I'm running 10 minutes late already thanks to that poor Gower. <laughs> now, now, so, come on, Jimmy. Be nice. <laughs> well, he, he's upset because the Tigers are going so badly. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Where, are they going? Where are they going? Good question. Uh, good question, Ray. Look, I suppose they would look at the draw and they would have thought, well, yeah, in the first five rounds, we've got, we've got the Titans, the Knights and the Bulldogs, and they probably thought we can get a couple of wins up here mm. and take a bit of pressure off us. But uh, the zero and five, so uh, that's not good. Um, and then what, what concerns me is over the next 11 rounds, they've got eight of the next top eight teams from last year. That's who they're playing. So I think it's going to get a, a whole lot worse before it gets better for the Tigers. Jimmy, at the 12th minute today, some fans, I don't know how many, are threatening to turn their backs tomorrow. on the Tigers. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think of that? Is that fans expressing themselves and their frustration or do you think it's fans that should be supporting the club not literally turning their backs on them no look that's a good question i think the fans can do whatever they want they Mm. pay their money Uh, as long as they're respectful and no one gets hurt i think uh, they can do whatever they want you know the board the ceo and the chairman live in their ivory towers uh, and if they don't listen to the fans uh, they won't have any fans supporting the football club so they should listen Mm, it's really interesting. Uh, Gary, it's easy to to put the boot into the Tigers at the moment. They're down, they're 0-5, they're going to take on the Eels tomorrow. But what about flipping this this um, narrative around a little? Are there positives there? Can you see a way forward for the West Tigers? Um, look, I think... No, at the moment... Uh, it's it's going to be difficult. They're, they're, they don't seem to worry too much about defence and like their defence is they let 26 points in average per game and they only score 13 so you're behind you're well behind the eight ball there so they've really got to fix up their defence that's their, their major problem you look look at the teams like the Storm have gone well look how Canberra went well last night they focus on their defence and they force errors and teams to lose the ball and they get possession the Tigers they don't care about defence they just want to play this running rugby you know throw the ball inside outside let it sing blah 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 a bit like Alan Jones did 30 years ago you know uh, you've got to concentrate on defence if you want to be successful in the NRL that's what the game's built on mm. is defence it's not attack it's defence uh, they seem to have lost the plot there um, and, and look I know it's all great that you know, we're going to play this running Benji style of footy but that's not how the game's been played for 114 years you know mm. It's been done before with Alan Jones. It, it ended in tears for the Tigers. He was there. You know, this was 30 years ago. You know, and Jones had come over as an Australian rugby union coach and very, very well credentialed. And we went from a top eight side to a bottom three side in three successive seasons under Alan Jones as our coach. So it, it doesn't work. They've got to put, spend more effort on their defence. Hey, Jimmy, the Anzac jumper debacle where the Tigers put an image on the front of their jersey which was two American soldiers. Obviously, there's been a lot written and said about that. What did you make of it? Yeah, well, well, look, um, the jersey would have been signed off on by the CEO. That's Justin Tasco. Uh, you know, players and coaches are accountable for what they do. You know, if they do the wrong thing, they get the sack or they, they're no longer at the club. Um, 
And, and what, what really got me upset, uh, Bulldog, was that David Clemmer and Alex Twal come out in the media on Channel 9 and Channel 10, and they were defending the decision. Like, where was Justin Pascoe? He should have been in front and centre of the media saying, look, we made a mistake, but he wasn't. He sent those players forward, two, you know, two big front rowers to try and defend him. I thought it was a really bad look for the club uh, and, and for him too. And, and another mistake they made is they had John Bateman promoting the jerseys. Like, is, is he not a pom? So what do you know about Anzac Day? To, to, to all due respect, we should have had an Australian or a Kiwi in there promoting those jerseys. Yeah, they just can't seem to do a thing right at the moment. Hey, Gary, just earlier you spoke about defence. Now, we saw last night how the Raiders upset the Broncos and Ricky Stewart post-game was talking about character. You, you look through this Tigers lineup. You, you, you mentioned Clemmer. There's Coruscant, Bateman. They're proud men. Where, where can they start to rebuild their season and, and perhaps take some inspiration from what the Raiders did last night? Yeah, well, look, big Kerry Hemsley would say, <laughs> as far as David Clemmer's concerned, big Kerry would say he couldn't knock the skin off a rice custard. <laughs> All right, tough man, Kerry Hemsley. Tough man. He's a very tough man. Uh, And as for Papa Lee, well, he's not half the player that he was Mm. at Parramatta last year. So he needs to find some. John Bateman. Well, look, they've got him on a four-year deal. Uh, He's obviously been injured when he's come over. He's he's not right. So they're the key signings. And so too is Appy Coruscant. He's a key key signing. Appy Coruscant looks like he doesn't want to be there. The body language. He just like what like he's gone from the premiers mm. to the wooden spooners. He just looks frustrated, and he just he just can't he just can't inspire them. Jimmy, just ducking away from the Tigers for the moment. Who, if I was to put you on the spot right now, question without notice, who plays in the grand final? Uh, yeah, look, I'd say certainly. Penrith, you know, it's probably it's probably going to be the the, the two best defensive sides. Uh, you know, I, I think I think the Broncos, if they get their act together, they've got a, a lot to offer. You know, they were up there last year in the top four, and they just faded at the back mm. end of the season. So yeah, look, okay, I think uh, yeah, I think Penrith and might, might be this year the Broncos. I don't, I don't think Parramatta will get there again. Um, so yeah, that, that's my my answer. It's funny, isn't it, Gary? You mentioned defence, and what's that old saying in rugby league? The best form of attack is defence. Correct. Yeah. That's it. They, they seem, seem to have forgotten that. You know that, those try-saving tackles. You know those low, slow tackles cutting the guy's legs away when, you know, when he's in the clear or even up front. You know, people love to see that. You know, and if they learn to tackle properly, rather than these hip drops and these these cannonball tackles, you know, mm. you, you can. It, it's great the way you can just cut cut the the attacking player down, so they don't need to do that sort of tackles. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's what I think. No, Jimmy, enough. just before we let you go, you had a few health issues. How are you? Are you back to your fighting fittest? And what have you been up to? <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks, right. Look, yeah, yeah, I did have. Well, you had a health issue. I had cardiac arrest about two, two and a bit years ago, and mm. I was very lucky to be here. Um, I was uh, very fortunate that. Where I was, there was people with me, and they knew my great friend Simon Farnsworth knew to do CPR, and that's what kept me kept me going, or kept me alive until the paramedics turned up. That's for sure. Wouldn't say kept me alive, but brought me back from wherever I was. Um, and since then, I've made a, a full recovery. I'm back to training two two days a week with Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I've done that for about twenty odd years just to keep fit. Uh, so I'll do that now. I'm back training for the last you know, six or seven months at that. Uh, so yeah, so I'm back to normal, mate. So look, the, the lesson is if anyone 
if they're worried about their health, go and get a, a, a CT angiogram just to see if you have any blockages because you won't know any other ways unless you do a CT angiogram. Go and see the doctor, get the test done. I didn't know. I thought I was fit and I was healthy and you know, and I just collapsed and I was, and I was, you know, I was dead for ten minutes. So I was just very lucky that that I'm still here. So you know, every day's a, every day's a Saturday with me. Um, so yeah, go and see the doctor and hopefully um, you'll, you'll be you'll be okay if there's any problems. Yeah, strong message there, Gary. Um, we're lucky to have you on the show on Easter Sunday. Really appreciate it. Um, bit old-fashioned, Gary, Jack, G and D might go a long way with the Tigers on Monday with Parramatta. You never know, Gary. They, they, every like The old punter in me, every loser you're back, you're one step closer to your next winner. It might be the case with the Tigers well, tomorrow. Yeah, well, put it this way. Back back in, 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 to the, in 1991 with Alan Jones, we didn't win our first game till round nine. There you go. Wow. Yeah. So that's when we had our first win of the season. Um and then I think we won eight for eight for the rest of the year. So look, it, it's possible. So mm. yeah, try to put a bit of a silver lining on it. You know, we were, we were we had one draw, and our first win was round nine. So yeah, yeah. So, look, and Bulldog said to me that I could give a plug for the Fen, which is a show, a podcast that myself and Adam Hawes do. Uh, it's we're in season four, episode ninety six. So we just go through the weekend's games on the Fen, and we're a bit of a look back at the eighties in rugby league, and we talk about that as well. So it's a great podcast to listen to. He's a good man, Horsey. Isn't he a Parramatta supporter, Horsey? He's a tragic Parramatta So you guys would have gone head-to-head, wouldn't you, talking about oh, the Tigers and Eels? We've got the Horse Jack Shield coming up this weekend. <laughs> and, and if the Tigers lose to Parramatta this weekend, they'll be four points adrift on the bottom of the competition. So it's really a must-win game for the Tigers. Absolutely have to win this one. Fantastic. Say hello to Horsey for us. Gary, I really appreciate Happy Easter to you and your family, and good luck with the Tigers tomorrow. Thanks, Ray. Happy Easter to you too, and you too, Bulldogs. Thanks, Jimmy.